Hi, I'm Brad Constantine, and this is a Come Follow Me podcast of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Although this is not an official podcast of the church, every effort has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. This year's study is the Book of Mormon. Each week, a new summary podcast of that week's Book of Mormon chapters will be released. But if you want a more detailed analysis of each individual chapter, those will also be available to listen to. I hope this Come Follow Me resource will be helpful to you. As always, you can subscribe to this podcast so you'll be notified each week of a new episode. I hope you like this uh, format. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to this Come Follow Me podcast of the Book of Mormon. This is going to be lesson number 29. It will be covering Alma chapters 36 to 38 for the time period July 20th through the 26th. So this uh, this section here is commandments that Alma is giving to his two sons, Helaman and Shiblon. Uh, Shiblon gets a little bit, uh, he, he'll be in chapter 38, and so Helaman will be chapters 36 and 37. Now this, um, the first chapter here, 36, is actually a chiasm, uh, which is a Hebrew literary form, which um, starts out with a particular um, expression. It goes on until you get to the middle of the chiasm, and then, it's, then it reverses itself and goes back to, uh, in sequence, the same items that were covered. So um, all the way down to the end of chapter th or verse 30, uh, it's a chiasm. Now, the middle of the chiasm, which is the point of the lesson that's being taught, is in verses 17 and 18. And that has to do with the, the mercy of Jesus Christ as the Son of God. So that's the, the focal point of this particular chapter 36. So let's talk a little bit about this here. So um, this lesson to Helaman here, or this discussion here to Helaman, is um, because he's been faithful um, as a missionary. He's been out with his uh, father and with Am Amulek and some others uh, among the Zoramites. And so um, he's... Um, being told by his father here to uh, adhere to his words and his his uh, promptings here. He's telling, first of all, he tells uh, Helaman about his conversion. Uh, we have that conversion story here. Uh, it mentions down in verse 16 that he was three days and three nights, racked with the pains of a damned soul, and it came to pass, uh, and this is the center of the chiasm, it came to pass that I was racked with torment while I was harrowed up by the memory of my sins. Behold, I remembered also to have heard my father prophesy unto the people concerning the coming of one Jesus Christ, the Son of God, to atone for the sins of the world. And then verse 18 says, Now as my mind caught hold upon this thought, I cried within my heart, O Jesus, thou Son of God, have mercy on me, who am in the gall of bitterness, and am encircled about by the everlasting chains of death. And so uh, as Alma thinks about these things, he remembers the words of his own father, uh, and then he remembers that the Savior is there to save us. Um, and so this is the, the point of his discussion to Helaman, is that Jesus is the source of our, of our deliverance. Uh, and so it's interesting that, uh, he, that Alma does not cry out to God, but rather he cries out to Jesus. He doesn't cry out to God because God is... Uh, is is the one who's going to give justice, whereas Jesus is the person who's for whom mercy will be granted, or through whom mercy will be granted. And so he's asking Jesus to help him because he knows that uh, he's the source that's going to be the he's going to be the mediator between us and God. And so he he requests that he be helped there by uh, by Jesus. It's also interesting uh, if you notice in the next few verses here, verse 19. Now behold, when I thought this. I could remember my pains no more, so he's immediately forgiven, uh, or at least he's begun the forgiveness process, and, and that Heavenly Father is granting that forgiveness almost immediately upon him um, seeking and asking for forgiveness. Uh, if we were to ask God um, 
of all the prayers that we ask, which ones do we want to be uh, answered immediately? Uh, sometimes our prayers don't get answered immediately. In fact, probably most of them don't get answered immediately. But if we were to ask Heavenly Father to choose something in which he would grant an immediate answer, it would probably be in forgiveness. As we ask for forgiveness, it's, it's given almost immediately, it seems, doesn't it? So then Alma, as he mentions that he's been forgiven, mentions in verse 20, What joy and what marvelous light did I behold? My soul was filled with, it, with joy as exceeding as was my pain. Um, and so then he explains to him how exquisite and, and sweet was his joy through this repentance. Uh, and then in verse 23, he mentions, I have been born of God. And that's the, that's the goal that we have, is to be born of God. It's not so much uh, what we do, but what we become. And to be born of God is to become like him, to become like the Savior. Uh, and then in verse 18, he mentions that he will, be pray, he will praise God forever when he's uh, lifted up at the last day. 37, then he continues on to give commandments to Helaman about the records, about the, the items, the, the liahona, the, the Urim and Thummim, the brass plates, all the plates that Nephi has made. Um, and so he's giving charge to, to Helaman to be the one to, to take care of those now as Alma is beginning to uh, get older and, and beginning to uh, depart from the picture here. So Helaman is going to be the one uh, that's going to be taking over all of this, uh, all these uh, sacred relics or sacred art artifacts or items or whatever you want to call them. Uh, in verse 6, he mentions in talking about the Liahona that it was a small thing. He says in verse 6, remember... Uh, or I suppose that it's foolishness in me, but behold, I say that small and simple things are great things brought to pass. And so even though the Liahona was small, uh, that those small and simple things uh, brought about great things unto the Nephites, and that they often confound the wise and bring about the salvation of many souls. And so that's uh, the point that he's making here, that uh, that even though we might be asked to do something little or small, that it's, the, it's it becomes a great thing in the eyes of God uh, because it brings about the... In, uh, the um, conversion of many people. Then down to verse 25, he talks about the interpreters, about the, the Urim and Thummim, and that they, they would bring forth um, the plates of ether, and that upon the plates of ether were the secret combinations, and he Helaman is commanded here not to bring those up uh, among the Nephites. Don't preach those to the Nephites because they already have problems keeping the commandments. We don't need to give them additional information with which to commit sins. And so he's telling them, don't tell them these things. Just hide those up. That'll become the sealed portion of the plates uh, that won't go forward to, to the Nephites or in our day to us either. But he says in verse 33, preach repentance and faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. Teach them to be humble, to be meek and lowly in heart, and teach them to withstand the temptations of the devil uh, and, that the, and with their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, verse 33, or 35 mentions to, to, re, to learn wisdom and to learn to keep the commandments of God and, to, and that God will support you in all that you do. And then he commands him to pray often, to pray always, to not be slothful, but to be diligent. And, uh, and that the liahona uh, serves as a symbol of, uh, of keeping the commandments, that as long as they kept the commandments, the liahona worked. Uh, the liahona is very similar also to the Holy Ghost, that as we keep the commandments, then the Holy Ghost can be our companion. And when the when the Nephites didn't uh, keep the commandments, the liahona quit working, just like the Holy Ghost doesn't work for us. Chapter 38, then, is the commands of Alma to his son Shiblon, very similar to the commandments uh, that are given to uh, Helaman, except in verse 12 he mentions also to bridle your all your passions. And that's good advice that we need to make sure that we do that to bridle our passions um, and to keep the commandments and not to get out of hand and to do the things that are in keeping with the spirit. 
Um, Truman Madsen said that uh, what's a bridle for? Is it to kill, to diminish, or even to limit the spirit and power of the steed? Never. Once you have trained your pony, you can direct him with the merest nudge. Eventually, you can give him his head and ride free. And so the bridle is, even though it might be a small thing, um, is, is something to, that we can control our bodies with and uh, make sure that our emotions are, are kept in check. I bear testimony to the truth of these things, that we can uh, have the Spirit of the Lord to be with us as we bridle our passions and, and have self-control, and uh, that as we do so, we can have our have the Spirit of the, of the Holy Ghost to be our constant companion, that uh, virtue will, will garnish our thoughts unceasingly. And I bear that testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time. Bye.